Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten leopards met him, and they stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus, and he thanked him. He was a Samaritan. But Jesus said, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? And then he said to him, Stand, go up, your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. A couple years ago, I was asked to uh, run down to one of the nursing homes that's over here near Wake Med to give an anointing to a lady. And so I walked into the room, and uh, well, her name was Mary. And so I said, uh, "Hello, Mary, how you doing?" And anyway, it was just kind of grunting noises that she was. It's kind of just coming out of her mouth and. And she actually was laying on her side with her back to me and her face to the wall. And anyway, so I tried to gauge in a little bit of conversation with her, but you know, it was only grunting noises that were that she was responding with. And uh, so eventually, I just said, "Okay, well, Mary, I'm going to uh, I'm going to anoint you right now, and I'm going to pray over you and anoint you." And uh, so I did so. And um, and I said, "Okay, Mary, I'm praying for you. God bless you. I'm going to leave." And uh, with that, she kind of leaned over her head towards me, and uh, and as clear as day, she said, "Thank you." <laughs> and you know, it just you know, touched my heart that uh, um, you know we couldn't get anything out of her except a thank you at the end of that anointing. And you know, and I think God is probably similar. He often loves to hear our thank yous. It's you know, one of the few things that we can offer to God, who has everything, who is everything, and in our freedom for the blessings, the gifts, the graces that he has given to us in our life, being able to offer him thanksgiving, being able to offer him a thank you. And obviously coming to Mass is the greatest thank you that we can give to our Lord, in which we get to receive his greatest gift, which is his very self, his son, in the Eucharist. You know, this, this holiday, uh, for me personally, this, this holiday of Thanksgiving, it's um, probably, I mean, I love Christmas, uh, but what I love about Thanksgiving is that there's not as many expectations. So people get together, friends, family get together, and, you know, but people don't show up with gifts. You know, there's not a bunch of 
pre-parties to Thanksgiving. It's just Thanksgiving, and you just get to show up. You get to bring, bring the, the green beans. So there's, you know, there's not as stressful of a holiday. And, and the gift is you're just together. You just get to be together. And, you know, there's no, you know, preparing the cookies and, you know, all these, which are also wonderful, too. <laughs> Love cookies. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it's just kind of a day that just kind of happens, you know, a little bit of preparation, maybe a little bit of stress, uh, you know, making sure the, cookie, the turkey is, is, uh, is well cooked. But, you know, it just kind of happens. Everybody's together. It's a four-day weekend. Just kind of hopefully you know, rest and, and a lot of relaxation and just, just being together. And the gift is... Family and friends are together, just spending time together. Doesn't mean that our life doesn't have a lot of worries and anxieties. And, you know, and Mary and Martha, when they had invited Jesus over, and Martha was worried about all of the, you know, all of the cooking, and, you know, but our Lord doesn't um, chastise her for her hard work. He chastises her for her anxiety. And he says, Martha, there is only one thing that is important. And that is, obviously, to be with Jesus. To recognize that Jesus is the greatest gift. You know, this, this Thanksgiving Day that we have, you know, historically, Abraham Lincoln, in the middle of the Civil War, offered up a day of Thanksgiving and so it kind of became a little bit of a tradition. And then in the middle of World War II, it became a federal holiday. You know, in the middle, so in the middle of wars, in the middle of anxious moments, um, our country has decided to offer up a day of thanksgiving. And, you know, and worry and anxiety is a normal part of our life. I mean, you look at the world today. You, you look at the state of the church. I can't tell you over the past few years how often confessions have to do with the state of the church, and just the anxiety that people are experiencing in their lives. And, you know, and once again, we have to remind ourselves that there is one thing that is important, and that is Jesus Christ. There's one thing that is important. St. Paul in Philippians, he says, have no anxiety. He says, have no anxiety. Philippians 4, 6, have no anxiety. Offer up your supplications to our Lord in prayer with thanksgiving. Offer up prayers with thanksgiving. So St. Paul is reminding us that the antidote to worry and anxiety is thanksgiving. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, Every event and need can become an offering of thanksgiving. Every event and need can become an offering of thanksgiving. Right? So think about the difficult and anxious moments that we have in our life, the, the needs that we have in our life, realities in the world that are causing us anxiety. One, do I take them to prayer? And secondly, do I take them to prayer with thanksgiving? You know, there's a, there's a young man, and uh, he was talking to me, and he's, you know, has a desire to join a particular order. And uh, he was telling me he's reached out quite a few times to the vocation director, trying to, 
trying to connect with with the uh, with the order, and you know, no response, no response. He's not getting any response, and uh, and I thought, you know, well, what a bummer, you know. So I actually, I was when I was there talking to him, I actually picked up the phone myself and I called the order. <laughs> anyway, no response. <laughs> but um, you know, but he said, but you know what, Father, this whole process has really helped me to grow in patience. He says, you know, I am, uh, I, I, I have a short temper, <laughs> and it has. It has allowed me to grow in patience. And, you know, and I think, you know, what a, beautiful, what a beautiful reality that, you know, sometimes we can focus on the externals, right? What are those external blessings? What are the external gifts that God has given to me throughout this year? Which are beautiful, which are awesome. But what are the internal gifts? What are the virtues that through the difficult moments that our Lord is inviting me or allowed me to grow in. Growing in patience, growing in self-control, growing in kindness, growing in generosity, growing in charity, growing in humility. What are those internal blessings and gifts that our Lord has afforded me and offered me and given me grace to grow in as a result of these difficult and anxious moments. And, and being able to go to our Lord and say, Hey God, you know what? I don't like this circumstance, but thank you for allowing me to grow internally. Allowing me to grow to be more like you. And in growing to be more like Christ, we begin to recognize that the greatest gift that we have, the greatest gift that all of us have is Jesus Christ himself. Pope Benedict, he said, what is it that Jesus has come to bring us? He's come to bring us God himself. Let us stand and together we offer up our prayers of thanksgiving to our Heavenly Father. That the church may always uphold the dignity of work integrating into life and holiness and longing for the coming of the kingdom of God, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In thanksgiving for the freedom to practice our faith in the United States of America, and for our pastors, teachers of the church, who bring us Christ's sacraments and are themselves signs of his presence, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In thanksgiving for our nation, so blessed by God for our leaders and lawmakers that we may show our gratitude by our reverence for God who fosters our growth from the womb and fashions us according to his will, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And thanksgiving for this year's harvest that our gratitude may overflow in generosity to those who are still hungry, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the renewing of family bonds on this day of tradition and thanksgiving together. For the healing needed by so many for those who are sick, lonely, imprisoned on this day of family feasting and joy. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us offering this Eucharist the thanksgiving prayer of Jesus to the Father, that we may speak our praises at the feet of the Lord when we receive in communion 
and bring him grateful hearts, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And thanksgiving for our dear ones who have gone before us in death, and for all the beautiful memories and gifts of love they left in our lives, that they may be singing their own song of thanks in the courts of heaven, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty Father, we come before you in thanksgiving for all the blessings, the gifts that you have poured out upon each one of our lives, upon each one of our families. And we ask you to continue to be with us and help us to recognize your blessings in our lives. We ask this through Christ, our Lord. Amen.